Hello, 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 and welcome to the punting monologue, as Sonny Munn would normally say, but Sonny's a little bit under the weather this week, so he won't be joining us. Uh, you're stuck with me, Ben Clifton. I'll be taking you through the Sandown card, and what a cracking day of racing it is on Saturday. Great track, good weather, great group ones, uh, good punting card as well. Uh, this podcast is brought to you by Mint Sports, so go to the website, check it out. There's plenty of content on there, plenty to look at, plenty to read, plenty to listen to, so check it out. Let's just have a quick look at the track before we get into the races. We're on the lakeside track this week. Uh, it's a bit of a tighter turning track than the hillside track, and particularly at that 1,200-meter mark where the start is pretty close to that first turn, so you've got to get your position early. So particularly in those 1,200-meter races, I want to be looking for horses that are going to go forward and drawn low so they get first access to the best part of the track. So I think that's a good starting point for um, certainly the 1,200-meter races. The Oakley Plate, the 1,100-meter race, is actually from the shoot, so it'll, it's not uh, on the same track for majority of the race. So uh, it'll be a li- little bit of a different setup, but we'll go through that as we get to that race. So let's get into it. That's mint! Gamble responsibly. Race one, and uh, we've got a 2,100-metre listed race, of Victoria Gold Cup, small but select field. Let's have a quick look at the market before we get into it. Right You Are is at $1.85, Saracen Knight at $4.20, High Emotion at $7, $10 Midnight Blue, $10 Vale and Declare. I may as well go through them all because there's not many of them. Amade, $26, and $41 for Star of Karam. All right. Let's have a look at the map, and uh, this is pivotal for this race because right you are, looks like it'll go forward and lead. There's no speed in this race. I think they'll take the initiative on the fit horse um, who's on the minimum, so I expect right you are to lead. Maybe Saracen Knight push up a little bit. Midnight Blue can probably probably settle a little bit close, but the rest of them like to get back in the field and probably got targets further down the track, so um, they should be further back, and I wouldn't expect them to go quick, but... Um, I would expect that Ethan Brown on right you are would want to go at a re- reasonable tempo to take advantage of his fitness advantage over the rest of them and his weight advantage. So um, I don't expect him to go an absolute crawl. So I'm with this right you are. I think just to set up, it's pretty tight in the market, $1.85, but it's one of those horses that just ticks every box. Rated really well last start at Sandown. Rated really well at Mooney Valley the start before despite... Uh, not visually looking uh, too impressive. So back up to 21 metres here. Ethan Brown going a really good clip at the moment. Uh, fitness edge on a lot of its rivals, as I mentioned, and uh, it'll be awfully hard to beat. So I expect it to lead and win. Of the rest, Saracen Knight, I think it's better at 24, 2500. So um, I expect it to drift in the market. High emotion, first up off the Melbourne Cup. And, you know, I think it'll it'll need the run. It'll probably get back. You know, very consistent horse, but... Uh, this this would be a long way from its target race. And Van Declare, the Melbourne Cup winner from a couple of years ago, and um, the race shapes against here. It's a big ass first up to come off this slow tempo from back in the field and sprint past a horse who's up and going like right you are. So I'm with right you are. I don't think it'll drift from that dollar eighty five. So I'd be locking in that price. That's mint. Gamble responsibly. Race two at Sandown is the Angus Armanasco for the three old fillies over 1,400 metres, group two race. And quick look at the market. Shuffle Dance have probably been a little bit solid early in the early markets. So $3.60, $5.50 about laced up heel, $6 about cool die, and about $7 about she's 
Lickety Split. Royal Merchant, the other one in the market, about $7. All right, the speed map. So I've got Cool Die going forward. I've got Dear Jewel going forward as well. I think she's Lickety Split up in trip, can race a lot closer like she has in the past. So expect them to be pretty positive from that uh, nice draw. Royal Merchant won't be far away. I think probably the most pivotal part of this speed map is a shuffle dancer from barrier nine. I think they have to go back from that gate. Otherwise, they um, sort of risk ruining their race. So let's start with the favourite shuffle dancer. I'm a big fan of this horse. It's improved every start. Uh, it's got road to Arataki form, which is you know holding up in better class than this. It is a progressive horse. I just think with these map, this map query... I think it's found uh, in the market. The, the market's found it, so it's tight enough in the market. So I'm against it. Laced up heels, I'm completely against. I thought it was okay the other day, but um, obviously up in triple super, it's going to be out the back from barrier 10, going to be spotting some really good horses at start, so I'm against it. She's lickety split. I can understand why there would be support for this horse. Obviously got back last start. Rising trip suits, genuine dry dry tracker in my opinion. And uh, from barrier three, the bar plates come off. Blake Shin on board. I expect it to settle a lot closer. And if it found its best, it would be hard to beat. But um, its first up run was probably a little bit below par. And it, was, it was a big drifter in betting on that occasion. The horse I'm with is called I. I thought this was a really good win at Kensington last start up in Sydney. Uh, ran really good time. Most importantly, it was 240 into a dollar eighty-five on that occasion. I don't love Nash going off, Damien Oliver going on board. I think that's a jockey downgrade at this stage of their careers. Um, but I do love that it's going to go forward and and make its own luck. It sort of probably has been found a little bit in the market that six dollar price. I think that is still a decent price to be taking. So I'm with Caldwell, and probably the other horse worth mentioning, which I'm completely against, is Royal Merchant, who had every possible chance last start with James McDonald on board. Negative jockey change here, probably not going to get as cosy a run. I'm completely against it. So I'm with Caldwell. Six dollars a reasonable price, and uh, it'll give you a good side up in front. That's mint. Gamble responsibly. Race three, and this is a tricky, tricky little race. This is the Mannerism Group Three, fourteen hundred meters, four mares. Quick look at the market, and every horse is under uh, double figures. So let's start with the favourite. It's hard even deciphering who the favourite is. True Wrath probably market average of four dollars twenty. Espiona four dollars forty. Then we go Pride of Jenny four sixty. Barbrader four eighty. Torrigine about four eighty five bucks across the market, and. 954 Forbidden City. This is really messy, and you know, there's horses all at different stages of their preparation, which makes it tough. Um, I'm not gonna have a bet here, I won't waste too much time on it either because you know, I think this is a race we just sit back and have a look and have a rest because there's some better um, betting races uh, further on in the card. So, in regards to the horse that I was probably most interested in was Churath. It is down in grade from a Group 1 last start behind Jack and O in the, in the CF4 stakes. It was a little bit average then. I actually thought it was a little bit average in the Australia stakes where it was solid in the market, had a cosy run in behind Jigsaw and really didn't make any ground on it in the straight. I just don't think it's getting back to those ratings. It did probably a couple of pressure preparations ago when it burst... Um, burst on the scene if it was in that sort of form i'd be all over it but you know look this is probably going to be its peak run 1400 meters third up against the mares at, at these sort of set weights um 
but I couldn't be with it uh, given how I think it's just going pretty ordinary at the moment. The other horse I was interested in prior to Jenny, but it's off 119 days, going to lead probably, uh, should get a soft enough lead and did run some really good ratings last time in, including a third behind Chain of Lightning. And if Chain of Lightning was in this race, it would um, be a pretty short price favourite. So, yeah, I'm staying out of this race. Just sit back uh, and relax and we'll get uh, betting later on in the card. That's mint! Gamble responsibly. Race four is the race I'm probably most excited about. It's the Zedative Stakes uh, for three-year-olds over 1,200 metres. Quick look at the market. Spacewalk about $3.30, Queen of the Ball $4.40, Rich Fortune $5.50. Recommendation, you can get six fifty out there, but you can also get $8, so a little bit of a different opinion. Quick look at the map, I've got recommendation rolling forward. Spacewalk I think will kick up from that inside gate, Queen of the Ball come across from the wide gate. There should be decent tempo. Um, I'm with Spacewalk here, I reckon this horse is ready to explode. Uh, gets Jamie Carr on board. Third up here. Trolled in between runs. Beaten Mizzou, which is a good sign. Um, I think Jamie Carr booted out barrier two and maybe just sitting behind the leader. Should be a, a strong speed, as I mentioned. And I think this horse will be too strong. $3.30, decent price. I, I'd be more than happy to lock that in. Of the rest, Queen of the Ball went all right first up, was really sold in the market, $9 into $5.50, drawn a tricky gate from this 1,200-metre start. We talked about it. It'll it'll have to get across pretty quickly uh, around that bend, so uh, they'll boot it out of the gates, I'm pretty sure. And Rich Fortune is a horse I'm completely against. It's going to be out the back, very low percentage play around this tight circuit. So I, I can't imagine uh, the pro punters will be getting involved in Rich Fortune, particularly um, given how far back it's going to be in the run. The other horse worth mentioning, recommendation, won well at Canterbury last start, but I worry about horses who lead at Canterbury and win because it's very hard for them to replicate that rating elsewhere. And I just reckon its previous form was a little bit ho-hum and uh, I think that was a bit of an anomaly that uh, impressive win last start so I'm with Spacewalk I expect it to explode on Saturday and be very hard to beat that's mint gamble responsibly alright we head to race 5 the Autumn Classic over 1800 metres we're on the hillside track here this is a group 2 4 3 year olds and uh, we'll have a look at the market. Pericles at three dollars ten. Hennessy late at six dollars fifty. Mister Maestro five fifty. I skipped over that. A cost of eight bucks and Osbred Rising Sun about eight dollars as well. So I think there should be a little bit of speed in this race. I've got a cost of going forward. I know you know that Waterhouse bot horses like to set a decent tempo, so I think they should go along reasonably quick. The favourite Pericles will push forward from that middle gate, and I imagine try to slot in one one. So. Um, it should get its chance. Mr. Maestro from that inside gate will push up. Of the other horses in the betting, I think Osbred Rising Sun will probably be midfield, worse than midfield. And the other horse, Hennessy Lad. He's got a bit of a sticky gate. I don't know what they're going to do from barrier nine because he doesn't sort of lead and he doesn't sort of go too far back, so he's stuck in the middle. So I'm a little bit worried about the map for Hennessy Lad. Pericles, this horse comes out of a putrid race, um, won by a glint of silver at Sandown, rated terribly. It was really well backed on that occasion. It was caught wide, but they went really slow, so I'm not really worried about it being caught wide. I don't think it really adds much merit to its run. I can see, I can understand why the market's trending towards it here, given the market support first up, but I just think this horse has its limitations. 
Um, but going up to 1,800 metres is obviously going to suit the maps well. So, But I just can't get it out of my head um, that this horse is coming out of this shocking race, won by Glinter Silver, the Autumn Stakes at Sandown Hillside. So I can't be with it. Hennessy Ladd, as I mentioned, I'm worried about the map. Um, look, it was well back last uh, start. Time was solid and you know he's proven at this distance range. Uh, and at this track, so um, gets a positive jockey change. But I just worry about the map. They're going to go forward. They're going to go back. Maybe the um, it has shown that it can go forward over the shorter trip. So maybe the booking of Luke Nolan suggests they're going to roll forward from that middle gate and try and be up on speed. But the horse I want to be with is Osbred Rising Sun. This is a horse who who is probably untapped. It's coming from the different form line. And as I mentioned, a few of these horses have been racing in Melbourne. The races they've been ra- um, running in haven't rated all that well. So I've been, I've looked outside uh, the normal form lines. And I found Osbred Rising Sun. Last start at um, Newcastle, didn't really get a chance to run time. They went really slow. It just sort of sprinted off uh, a slow tempo and was way too good for them. Previous start at Warwick Farm, I thought it really savaged the line again. It just kept, it's a line chase, and I think Craig Williams is a significant jockey upgrade, um, and I expect him to settle a little bit closer than what it has been. So uh, I think it will appreciate a really strong tempo, and it looks like we might get that. I just think this is the horse from a little bit from left field, and uh, we're currently looking at about eight dollars fifty night. You can get nine dollars out there as well. So I'm with Osbred Rising Sun. I think it's a good each way bet. That's mint! Gamble responsibly. All right, race six. This is a tricky little race. So this is a Peter Young uh, on the hillside track over 1,800 metres, a group two wait for age race. The market, gold trip, $2.90. Emissary at $4.60. Surefire, $8. Numerian, about $9, $10. Same with Young Werder and uh, Stein, about the $9.50 mark as well. In terms of the map, I've got Keats going forward, Denied Knowledge going forward. Steinem's going to have to make a decision from that wide gate. Uh, I think they have to be a little bit positive if, if they want to be a chance. I expect Gold Trip, the favourite, to be worse than midfield. Um, Shawfire, I think, is probably the horse who maps the best. He should, should be just in behind them. I think with Jamie Carr on board, they'll be positive from the gate. So Gold Trip. I can understand why it's favourite. Obviously, ran some really good races in Group 1 company last time in, obviously culminating in the Melbourne Cup. $2.90, though, that's pretty pretty tight in the market. I don't expect to see it shorten up, and uh, I actually expect it to drift from that current quote. Emissary, I, th- I think it's short enough as well. Absolutely airborne last time in, uh, gone to a new level. Can understand why it's um, short enough in the market, but I just think um, getting back from barrier two back on the inside doesn't really show any inclination to settle any closer than sort of worse than midfield so i can't see the market can't trending towards uh it the horse i want to just have something little on is sure fire i just think it's got that animo form line which is stronger for uh, stronger form line in this race uh, than what a lot of horses are coming out of in this race up in distance jamie carr goes on board i expect it to settle closer and it does have that ability to settle a little bit closer they sort of um they do ride it warm and they think it's a chance so um i'm with surefire eight dollars just have something each way on it i think uh it's the horse with the high percentage play in regards to where it's going to map and sort of stage of preparation i think it's got a little bit more um sort of speed in its legs than a lot of these other horses so i'm with surefire steinem off 70 days, unusual prep, ran a ride in um, WA 
before it's little let up. Uh, it's probably about this level. I just worry about the map with Stein. I'm not sure whether what they're going to do, but I expect they'll have to push forward. So I'm with sure if I reach by, I think it's a, a nice little bet. That's mint! Gamble responsibly. All right, we get to the big one of the day, the Blue Book Diamond Stakes Race 7, 1,200 metres for the two-year-olds. Cracking little race, this one. probably It probably lacks a little bit of quality, but it's, it's very even across the board. And uh, First time at, at the Sandown track uh, and the lakeside. They've, they've had to run on the lakeside because they can't run 1,200 metres on the um, hillside. So really short run to the first term. That's going to sort of dictate what we do in regards to betting. In regards to the market, Steel City four dollars forty, Barber five dollars fifty, Brave Halo a little bit of support for it in at about eight dollars, the Instructor ten dollars, Don Corleone about that price as well, but as bigger prices the rest. Um, speed map, there should be good speed here. I've got um, the Instructor going forward, Exploring will go forward, Zulfika will go forward. I think Brave Halo will have to go forward from that wide gate. Or else it's no chance and party party for two kicking up on the inside. So they'll go quick here. Um, but you wouldn't expect anything less than a blue diamond stake. So I'm going with the Sydney form and that is um Steel City. A lot of this these a lot of these Melbourne two yard races have been rating terribly and you know, not running time, no margins, nothing really standing out from the crowd, but um, in Sydney is a probably a different story and, and the benchmark for the two year olds up in Sydney seems to be learning to fly. And that's who Steel City ran into last time. Gets the blinkers first time. 1,200 metres should be perfect uh, third up. Blake Shin on board. It'll map just in behind the leaders, I think, and be hard to beat. And the market's already come for it, but uh, I wouldn't be afraid to step into the $4.40. That's a decent price at the moment. This is definitely the horse to beat. I can't imagine um, the big syndicates are attracted to any other horse other than this. The other horse I'm sort of keen on as well is Don Corleone. Just mainly off its um, maiden, uh, its first win at Randwick, where it ran ridiculous time. So then started a dollar sixty last start, got beaten, but you know, willing to forgive one. Peter and Paul Snowden tend to give their horses an, an off run before a peak into a main race. So I think Barrier Three they can settle a little bit closer. It will appreciate the um, really quick speed up in front. And should be finishing hard late. You know, you're looking at double figures for this horse, so you can just have something each way on it. So that's a two-horse play, Steel City, and um, Don Corleone. Of the of the others in the market, Barber. I mean, this horse is unbeaten, but never ran time. I don't like the race that came out of last start. It was two ninety out to four dollars. On so I'm completely against it. It's five dollars fifty at the moment. Won't start any shorter than that. There's no way the market will come for it. Brave Halo was the unlucky runner in that Barber race, but has got map issues here. I don't, I'm don't not sure what Ollie will do from that wide gate. There's not really many other horses I can really entertain. Maybe Little Bros. It was it was all right first up. It's going to be back again, so uh, back in the field again. So I'm pretty comfortable with the two I've gone with in that Steel City and Don Corleone. That's mint! Gamble responsibly. All right, we've been pretty busy early on in the card. There's uh, plenty of bets to have, I think, and I'm pretty confident betting on a track like this where it's going to be dry and the best horse should win the race we head to race eight group one for charity 1400 meters at weight for age and the favorite is i'm thunderstruck at three dollars 40 probably best price out there in the market alligator blood you can get three dollars 90 mr brightside five dollars fifty five dollars and um the nugget at six dollars the rest are double figures 
map. This is the there are always tricky races. These wait for age races where um, they're small fields. They can be tactical. And I've got alligator blood going to the lead. Mister Mozart could push up. Nugget won't be too far away. Laura Vindices has shown the ability to go forward. There's also the chance that Mr. Brightside goes forward, but I don't think it's going to be a breakneck speed. The favourite on Thunderstruck, they re- they said they're going to try and ride it a little bit warmer, but um, it, sort of, it sort of hasn't shown that ability, particularly over this distance range, to settle any closer. So I wouldn't be holding out too much hope of it settling any closer than second last or last. So... Um, for, it's a tricky race, this, and I mean, on Thunderstruck's the benchmark. He was completely off the map first up in the oar and you know, ran all right, couldn't get the job done, but should be fitter for that run. But I just worry about the map for it. Alligator Blood is the logical horse to beat it, given that it's going to be up in the fr- up front in the lead and will be primed for this race. There's no Waterhouse and Bot aren't going to send it to a race like this underdone, so it'll be fit enough to win. Mr. Brightside was... Probably the flashing lights run last start and that it, it set her back and ran on. It was probably entitled to it. I just feel like this horse is sort of a, a length below the absolute cream that Melbourne's got to offer, who I think is on Thunderstruck and Alligator Blood. Um, and, you know, it has settled closer, but does it perform at its best when it settles closer? I'm not sure. So um, I'm not really giving it much of a push. And I thought Nugget last start ran well, but did have every possible chance and couldn't get the job done. Is it looking for a little bit further now? Not sure. So there was enough queries there with a lot of these horses in the market. I'm like, I might just sit back, sit out this race. And um, I'll be interested to see how I'm Thunderstruck goes um, heading into a sort of an all-star mile probably campaign. That's mint! Gamble responsibly. Now we get to the highlight of the day. This is one of the best Oakley plates you could ever imagine. This is an absolute cracker. 1,100 metres. Um, comes out of the shoot here. So this this is a really good start for this 1,100 metre race. Every horse should get their their chance. And, I mean, they we've got horses here who there's been a lot who are – they've been timed to perfection to come into this race at the right stage of their career so they get a decent weight and can win their group one. But unfortunately, they've all struck the same group one and I think this this will be a race where we'll look back and go, this this was a starting point for a lot of horses in their group one career. So let's have a look at the market. As as Fora is about $5.50. IME on the drift out to $6.50. Chain of Lightning, $8. Lofty Strike, $9.50. King of Sparta about the ten dollar mark. Star Patrol nine dollars. So they're the main ones in the market. Then we've got Uncommon James at ten dollars as well. Um, this is, I mean, they're going to go quick here. I've got Zoo Style, the astrologist, going forward. As Fur will be forward. You think Lombardo would push forward? Um, IME will be positive. There's just so much speed. This is going to be a this this is just going to be a test of who which horse can get the right run and get the clear passage at the right time because there might be a few who who get strung up in traffic. There's two. I'm going to back two horses here, and I just think well, the first one is Chain of Lightning. I just think this horse is you know is, is definitely a Group One horse. I thought last start it should have won. Standing weight here. I think the most important thing about this horse is the SP. It started in the Golden Eagle. It started five dollar favourite in you know ten million dollar race. So that's a pretty clear sign that the market has got it as a Group One horse. Barrier two, it'll be positive from Barrier two. It, there is probably a chance it gets strung up in traffic, but 
Um, hopefully when it's trying to extricate that it opens up for it because I think this is the sure horse. You just know what you're going to get from this horse. It'll be in the finish, whether it can win. Uh, we'll see on the day, but it is a pretty safe bet from barrier two. They'll be positive and it'll be finishing off the race. Well, the other horse I want to back is Uncommon James. It's just explosive. There's something about... Um, even though it got beaten last start, the way that Damien Lane let it, when he let it go, it just exploded, still putting it together. Um, I actually like that it's drawn barrier 14. I think Ben Thompson just needs to get cover from, um, you know, three ride trail from barrier 14. It'll be fine. And it was sort of, it wasn't particularly well weighted in the Rubicon there, but, and it was sort of, you know, they ran really good, good time and, you could just tell that it was a prep run for this race. They've aimed at this race and really smart camp, the O'Day Hoisted camp. So I trust them. It drops four and a half kilos here. It was completely off the map last start. And I think it'll be the horse that you just know is going to get clear running. I just hope that it gets a little bit of cover um, in the mid-race so I can finish off. So they're two horses. I think they're definitely group one horses and, and they've primed uh, to win their uh, first group one race here. Of the rest, as for uh, I can understand why it's short in the market, but I, I still think it's a little bit tight given the quality of the fields. Um, they've gone into it, they've chosen to go on f- to go into this race first up, which is interesting. Um, I would have preferred it with a run, but anyway, I couldn't back it at five dollars. Not, not a horse for me. I am me. I can understand why it's solid. Barrier one, it'll be just in behind him, if not lead. Um, trying to vie for the lead and. Look, it hasn't done much wrong this time in. Gets a good jockey upgrade with Jamie Carr. No weight on its back. Can understand it. But um, look, I could go through various horses. King of Sparta, I can see winning. Um, who are the others? Star Patrol, I can see winning. I think that, you know, we're going we're gonna to come out of this race and look back in a year's time. They're going to be four or five Group 1 winners and they're just going to have to find the right race um, further down the track because only one horse can win this race. So uh, I'm with Uncommon James and Chain of Lightning, but this is a race. This, this will be a real highlight on the day. That's mint! Gamble responsibly. All right, you've probably had enough of listening to me, so let's wrap up this podcast. The Sandown bets, let's roll through them. So race one, I want to have a bet on right you are. I think it will get the soft lead, be very hard to beat. It is tight in the market, so um, be prepared to take the short price. Race two, cool die with the Sydney form, I think is the bet in that race. Race four, number four, spacewalk. This is my best of the day. I just think it will explode third up with Jamie Carr going on board. Race five, number eight, Osbred Rising Sun going with Sydney form again. Uh, I think it will uh, run really well at sort of the 8 or $9 mark. Sure fire at the $8 mark as well in race six is a bet. Race seven, Steel City and Don Corleone. Very confident about this two-horse play in the Blue Diamond. I think the Melbourne form uh, is lacking in quality compared to the Sydney form. And another two-horse play, race nine in the Oakley Plate, Uncommon James and Chain of Lightning. There won't be any Brisbane podcasts this week, but I will give you a tip. It is in Doombin race six, number 13, buying time. Uh, it's a horse we've tipped previously. Didn't have much luck last start. There's no jockey engage, engaged on it yet, so I'm not sure if it goes to this race. But if it goes, if it races on Saturday in race six, I think buying time will be awfully hard to beat. So... That's all from me. This podcast is brought to you by Mint Sports. And just remember, gamble responsibly. So good luck on the punt. Have a good weekend. Enjoy the weather and uh, enjoy the uh, races at Sandown on Saturday.